Today on Security Science, a primer for AWS reInvent 2020. Hello, and thank you for joining us. I'm Dan Mellinger, and with me today is our resident reinventor of security here at Kenna, Jerry Gamblin. How's it going, Jerry? Awesome, awesome. How are you today? Oh, doing good. Um, doing some interesting research. So today's going to be an pre-Thanksgiving primer for a- Amazon AWS reInvent 2020, which will be held from, wait for it, November 30th through December 18th. But this time it'll be on a computer monitor near you. So a little bit different than last year's. We'll get into it. But Jerry is, like I said, our resident reinventor. Jerry, would you mind giving a little bit of background on AWS and your history with the conference? First, I'll just say uh, three weeks in front of your laptops is just the same as five days in Vegas by all <laughs> by all accounts. So, so that's great. Um, AWS reInvent is AWS's conference where they launch all of their new products and where you can get training, and you can see the cool stuff that's being built by AWS and for AWS. Uh, it's the largest conference I go to every year. Normally, when you know, the world's not in lockdown. I go to 10 or 15 conferences a year. You know, DEF CON is quote unquote huge and it's 20,000 people in a good year in one in one hotel. AWS is in every hotel basically in Vegas from one end of the strip at MGM Grand all the way down to the Venetian. And <laughs> their, their logistics folks are have to be magicians just to make that work. Absolutely. I mean, it's massive. You've been going for what, five years now? Five since, yeah, since uh, 2015 when the company I was with before Kenna made a big move into into AWS. We we got some some free tickets and, and then I realized that this is my favorite conference of the year. It's not a, uh, it's not a security conference and, and that's kind of why you get to talk to people through through the whole stack. As DevOps becomes more and more important to companies, this is your quintessential DevOps conference because you have everybody there from developers to systems guys to networking uh, ladies to, you know, to to security geeks like me. Yep. Well, here, let's, uh, I'll do a quick primer. So I pulled some interesting stats just to give people a little bit of a context. I mean, honestly, if you don't know what AWS is and you're listening to this podcast, well, thank you. <laughs> but um, I find it hard to believe that you're actually here because I, I don't know what kind of rabbit hole you went down to find us. But <laughs> um, AWS, Amazon Web Services, uh, that solution launched in 06 as Amazon's cloud infrastructure as a service. Um they were first to market, biggest by far. Um, I'll link to a really cool history on kind of the start of AWS from TechCrunch in our show notes. Um, AWS currently owns about 33% of the cloud infrastructure market. Yep. And then I think they they serve over a quarter of all content on the internet. The last time I checked. Is insane. Yeah, I mean, People just, you know, it's the default for most people now. And even if you don't think you're using AWS, you're using AWS because nearly every big SaaS uses Amazon Web Services. I mean, yeah, 33% of the market, right? So I can't imagine anyone really that's a massive company not using AWS in some way, shape or form. Netflix is one of their biggest customers. Just think about how much data has to go in and out from, from that alone. 
I think 90% of my internet traffic is Netflix. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I mean, the closest um, follower to that is Microsoft Azure, which is 20%. And then uh, what, Google Cloud, yeah. Alibaba, IBM, Salesforce, Tencent, Oracle, all those guys are in single digits. So yep. yeah. just to put things... <laughs> <laughs> in the context, right? Google Cloud is in single digits while AWS is 33%. So that, That's kind of the thing with cloud providers is you don't often look for a boutique cloud provider, right? Like you might go to a boutique uh, consultancy for something special. Nobody's like, hey, let me put this in this other cloud that you know, it only has 3% of the market share because it's going to make it really easy on my, uh, on my staff. Jerry's Cloud Services has 0.002% market share. Yeah, it's actually just a server under my desk. But <laughs> I mean, the creation of AWS by itself could be probably a podcast episode. It's pretty cool. Um, but we're talking about the, the show here. And so I wanted to do some uh, little bit of background. So what? AWS launched in 06, reInvent launched uh, as a learning conference hosted by AWS for the global cloud computing community, and they started this in 2012. So I wanted to do a little bit of growth between 2012 when they started and 2019, which was um, the last year that one, we have numbers and has been done, but it was in person. So it was a three-day event in 2012. It was just in the Venetian Hotel. I say just in one hotel in Vegas um, because it only had about 6,000 attendees and about 150 sessions. So in 2019, like Jerry was talking about, it had over 60,000 attendees. There are over 3,000 breakout sessions and over 77 product launches in 2019. 20 of those were around machine learning in and of itself. Um, it was a five-day in-person event held in Las Vegas, which sounds like a marathon. Um, and they create, basically the show itself is on a Las Vegas quote-unquote campus, which consisted of six hotels, the MGM Grand, Aria, Bellagio, Mirage, Venetian, and Encore. So that's where AWS actual, just the sessions were held. And people can book pretty much uh, hotel blocks on any hotel on the Vegas Strip for this thing. So this is basically evolved from a little boutique, you know, single hotel event to a CES level takeover the entire Las Vegas Strip conference in the span of what, seven years. And they, they picked a good week too, right? Vegas is always busy, but like the week after Thanksgiving must just be like a, a great week for them, right? And I know that, that people like that weekend too, because more and more when it happens, I have friends who fly out Sunday because you get to watch uh, some football, get to have a Vegas experience. Um, they do all kinds of cool stuff on that Sunday before. They have a Harley Davidson ride where I, Harley is one of their uh, customers. So like they bring out a bunch of bikes and you can rent a Harley bike and like go drive through the desert with the Harley team. They have 5Ks for uh, to raise money for sports. It is a really, really well done event. It's just huge. I just remember when I was at uh, my last company, I've never seen people sit around like trying to get into talks. It was like trying to get tickets to your favorite favorite concert, right? Because it would just <laughs> fill up. It would be like, oh, I got to get into this S3 logging class, right? And like, oh, I got waitlisted. Let me try another one. And it, and it was just crazy. Man, I'm going to start scalping AWS session tickets uh, next year. If, if you could, 
It would be it would be amazing. <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, Jerry, could you give us a little bit of context? Why has this become the biggest conference you go to every year? Like, what's uh, so valuable outside of? I mean, we kind of implied some of it with. AWS is sheer size and volume of traffic they serve, but um, give us some context on, you know, why do you look forward to this conference every year? So I go to a ton of security conferences every year when, when it's a normal travel year, but they're all focused on security. Security is the main thing. I love this conference because it, it's a DevOps conference. Like I said earlier, it's one of the only conferences where you can talk to everybody on a DevOps team and they're all there and they all have their opinion and you can see, right? Like like you said, what, there were 23 machine learning launches last year or, or something, like product launches. I'm not a machine learning person. I would never sit through, I, I like machine learning, but like I would never go to a machine learning only conference. But here I can slide into a machine learning class and pick that up for for two or three hours during one of these days. And then that's fun, right? And then go sit and do a in a code class and then go sit in a firewall class and kind of get to dip my toes into every one of these things that that uh, AWS brings. I think they're up to like three or four hundred different different tools that they offer or services that they offer at AWS. So, yeah, just keeping up's amazing. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like to attend these things? You started going over some of the cool events and all that, but typically these are in person and they're they're just massive. And uh, I mean, the only thing I can relate it to is like going to a CES, right? I've been to a few of those. It's just, you know, it's two hours to get from one hotel to the next. Like what's your normal game plan on any given in-person year when you go to AWS? They really, really got a lot better at this and they started to yeah, they call it a campus. It's kind of like a college thing, like you're at a university and, you know, but then there's 20 colleges in that university. They've kind of done that with AWS. So last year, most of the security stuff was at ARIA, right? So that's where I booked my hotel and that's where I went to a bunch of my classes. But then you would go to another another hotel for to catch another session or you'd go down to the Venetian, which has the Sand Expo Center. I think that's where it's at. And that's where the the floor was and stuff, but you know, they do a really, really good job. The amount of content there by in and of itself. So what, 3000 sessions roughly over yeah. five days. That's I, what 25 sessions an hour. Yeah. I mean, rooms everywhere. People are doing it. And like, uh, I know that that people who are speaking this year are happy because they only have to do it once. Uh, if you got oh. accepted to speak at AWS <laughs> reInvent, I think you're on the hook to do it three times. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So how would you budget out your time back then? Um, I mean, it sounds like you needed a very strong game plan, basically, if you wanted to get maximize the amount of content that you were able to watch at the show. So to be honest, I, I always went and checked out the Builders Fair because I'm interested in that. That's hardware hacking. I would give myself a half a day for that. Uh, and then I would uh, try to catch the the keynotes because as a geek, you know, it's like watching the Apple keynote, but for geeks four or five times that week, right? Like they all have it. Like, like last year they did Nitro Enclaves, which is an encryption geek. That was amazing to to see them doing, you know, some on-chip encryption stuff. And it's just neat to kind of watch them release stuff. And then there's always the running a joke is, okay, they, were, they, they announced this. Will it be released before the next AWS reInvent? Because sometimes they get, a, <laughs> they, they get ahead of themselves announcing these new tools. 
Got it. Well, I mean, so this year's a little bit different, right? It's one virtual because, you know, 2020 has been a massive dumpster fire and trying to pull large groups of people to take over Vegas, probably not a great idea right now. So like we mentioned earlier, AWS is now virtual and it's going to be three weeks long. So Jerry, are you going to sit and attend all the sessions for three <laughs> weeks, starting from April 30th. I, I tried to talk Ed into giving me three weeks off just to sit around and eat Christmas cookies and watch talks, but no, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm going to, I, I, I like the fact that they, uh, they're going to put all these online right away, so you're going to be able to pick and choose. So I'm probably just going to catch the keynotes. I think that I've, I put that in the blog that's going to accompany those when those five are. And, you know, I'll catch those, and then I'll, I'll digest the information as, as I can, right? It's, it's also free. Um, I didn't put this in our, when we were talking about this, but just kind of thinking about that, I, I don't know what 60,000 times 2,000 is. But I'm guessing it's mo- a lot of money, and that's how much money uh, Amazon was pooling in just on ticket sales alone on this conference. So I'm, I'm guessing this was a net positive for their bottom line. While it was huge, I'm guessing they're not they weren't spending that much money on the conference. Yeah, that looks like it's what 120 million. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's, and it's, <laughs> that's just on tickets, not just on even tickets. sponsorships yeah. or anything. Yeah, so you know this was a big money maker for them. Are you know? So I expect to see it to come back and to be in person and to be be just as huge in twenty twenty one if possible. Yeah, I mean, I, I forget the actual numbers for the AWS uh, market in general, but they measure it in. The tens of billions, yeah. so yeah, and that's revenue. So yeah. <laughs> I guess that's kind of a drop in the bucket, but <laughs> compared, to I, I would take that drop in the bucket. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, okay. Well, on the session itself, you talked about the builders fair. What kind of items do you normally see in there um, every year? What what should people expect maybe this year as well? I, I'm kind of interested to see what it's going to be this year because. When it's in the normal year, it's like a normal builder's fair, science fair kind of stuff. People are standing at their booths with what they've built, and you can go see um, see what they're doing and kind of talk to them and get some ideas. AWS invented or released DeepLens a couple years ago, which is a learning webcam, and somebody built a thing for their school where you could go up and pick up a notebook, and it would see that you grabbed a notebook and then charge your your whatever, your school account for it without having to pay. Um, it's kind of the ideal, like, I think it was an early ideal of one of those grab-and-go stores. I'm sure AWS just took that idea and ramped it up. I was going to say, we had one of those Amazon stores where you just walk in and the camera follows you around, you grab all your stuff and walk out and they charge your account. Yeah, that was one of the first things I saw it, it, like a couple years ago. They kind of like grab, like, oh, that's cool. And then you get the Amazon grab-and-go stores. So, I mean, it's definitely kind of a POC area for hardware hackers to kind of show off what they're what they're doing. Uh, they had somebody who had like a Zoom camera plug-in that would like look at everybody's face and like record if they're happy or sad or like disinterested. That was pretty cool, like pretty low tech because it was some college kids. But like, I'm sure there's somebody out there putting that on the market now today to, to gauge to gauge my influence and, you know, how, off, how well I'm paying attention in, in these staff meetings. 
Ah, that's it. Wait, so you're saying you're using this stuff? No, I'm not. I'm sure somebody. <laughs> I am sure somebody. I like, Don't record me, Jerry. <laughs> I'm sure somebody has, has done that and is making a ton of money on the that now. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, you also mentioned something that's, I think, new for this year is the leadership sessions. I think, uh, by the way, just um, so I mentioned this and before I forget one more time, Jerry's actually writing a blog or has already drafted a blog that we will publish on uh, our Kenna Security blog. So that'll be at kennasecurity.com slash blog. And Jerry should be the top the day this podcast is airing. So if you're listening to this, this should be the top of the podcast um, and top of the blog. So you could check it out and uh, we'll link to that in the podcast notes as well. So anyway, uh, leadership sessions. It's interesting. They're calling them leadership sessions, but they're not like most people would think when you think leadership session, like maybe they're getting some general or some motivational speaker to come in. Uh, they're actually getting the the heads of departments, you know, like the hardware department, the security department, the VP of security or, or whatever to come and, and give talks. Uh, they look like they're going to be a mixture between roadmap talks and uh, 2020 uh and marketing, right? 2020 marketing kind of built out. I'm guessing this is kind of what they were doing in smaller groups because they always had the executive summit that kind of ran in parallel with AWS reInvent that was uh, at the Bellagio or one of the ones that he didn't name where if you had a C or a our president title or whatever, you probably got invited to that and didn't have to to mess with the 60,000 riffraff. But I'm guessing that, that they're going to... <laughs> They're going to go ahead and just make that available for everyone. And and I'm kind of interested in just sitting through there and kind of understanding what the roadmaps for some of these products are. Interesting. Um, I know that there's a number of keynotes coming out. Is there any particular ones you're looking into? And what kind of content do they normally cover off on the keynotes? Uh, it's, it's fairly interesting. Uh, the first keynote by the CEO is normally super high level. He'll come out and uh, do do some numbers, talk about what a great year it is. And he'll announce new products, but there will be general interest products. Uh, you know, hey, it's the boss. You let him make the the big make news. The big news and the splash. So that there'll be a bunch of big news out of that. And then the last day, their uh, director of security, our director of infrastructure, Dr. Wagner, talks. Um and that's when they get into like the really geeky encryption and microservices and like really technical stuff they launch. So you get those two are the two that I'm really looking forward to. And then there's also a new keynote this year, a machine learning keynote. I'm guessing that's becoming such a fast growing space for them that they've just given it its own 90 minutes to kind of announce uh, what they're got, what they're going to roll out. So I'm guessing if it's getting that much time, they're going to make a big play into that that realm this year, and it should be interesting to see see what comes out. Yeah, it's interesting. Machine learning has become a, a massive marketing and selling point for almost everything all the way down to hardware processors. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know like AWS outside of Amazon, outside of AWS is also trying to launch a GPU-based uh, internet gaming system to kind of compete with Google Stadia. So I know that based. Yeah, so I know they've invested a ton in that. So I'm guessing that that they just have kind of ate up a bunch of the GPU market and have a bunch of extra space. So I'm guessing you're going to see a lot of video processing and audio processing kind of announcements from them. 
even NVIDIA, right? They're using uh, ML-based uh, upscaling for 4K gaming, right? Yep. 4K gaming, ray trace doesn't work unless they're using machine learning to upsample it. Um, go ask the AMD about it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, and just a little fun fact. So Andy uh, Jassy is the CEO of AWS, and he's been there since the beginning. So he'll be the one leading the initial keynote and probably doing the major uh, <laughs> product announcements, uh, like you said earlier. Um, as I understand it, they haven't quite published the breakout sessions yet, which seems, I mean, almost a little late in the game, right? It's uh, 11 days away. I really think that they're they're not expecting people to watch them live just because of, of the time zone difference. Uh, I'm guessing that that they'll get it out uh, next week the the schedule and they'll just do dumps. I'm I'm expecting you know here's all the videos for the day you can watch them right and not having to be in front of your of your screen because there's no way you can expect anybody to to be captive for three weeks. You know who I'm wondering about is a lot of the um, cloud market uh, specific publications, right? Yeah, They're, they've got to have journalists probably around the clock watching all of these as soon as they can to pull out the nuggets, right? Yeah, hearts under embargo, like we know, and we'll see how it how it comes out, right? Like it'll be interesting for sure. Awesome. Well, I mean, I think that was a pretty good uh, overview thus far. Are there any other sessions or anything else that uh, you're particularly got your eye on? For sure, I'm looking for some guerrilla marketing um, from from some of those other companies that you talked about. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what it was off the top of my head, but Google announced a bunch of cloud initiatives during reInvent 2020 last year. Uh, uh, stuff launching, and I'm sure that you'll see that again, again this year, right? Like you know, if you haven't steal your competitor's thunder if you can, that's always kind of to fun to watch. Ah. That's interesting. So pay special attention to Microsoft Azure, Google Cloud, Alibaba, IBM, maybe Salesforce jumping in there yeah. trying to launch stuff. Say they're launching something or give away something just to kind of pull some eyeballs away or or come out with the quick hits, right? Like they announce something at AWS and they'll say, oh, we've had this for six months and ours is, you know, better or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, do you have any final tips and tricks? I know this one's virtual, so it's kind of net new, but um, anything, uh, any watch tips that you got going this year you can give to the audience? Yeah, catch the keynotes if you can. They are amazingly well produced in person. I'm expecting them to be even better now that they're going to be be recorded. They always have amazing musical guests. It, it's 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 really really well done when it's in person. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what the production value is like now. Uh, other than that, just enjoy it. Uh, if you're new to cloud, look. There's a bunch of free hands-on labs that'll be available on AWS reInvent. So if you just want to dive in and learn something, uh, th- you get three weeks of free credits on on Amazon's dime to like play with their new machine learning stuff or their security stuff. So so that's well worth digging into. And that link should be on the reInvent page once that goes live. But it's kind of just a shell as of right now. Awesome. Well, we will have a link directly to the reInvent uh, homepage on the podcast page as well, just so easy access if anyone wants to go check that out. And Amazon in general has done a pretty good job of um, either uh, uploading and or live casting 
even in the years when it was in person. So um, there should be a nice content schedule that will go up eventually and everything should be on demand and available as it goes live um, to listen to and check out. So we will link to any content as it's available. But yeah, you can check it out on the podcast page if you want to go there. Uh, Jerry, anything else uh, to close this up? Enjoy your Thanksgiving this year, everyone. Uh, no, it's not going to be traditional for most people, but you know, at least try to, to grab some turkey and, and think about that. All right, like I'm just glad I'm not getting up that next day and heading to the airport for for Vegas this year. Right? Like, well, okay, I am a little bit, but it's it's mixed blessings. Absolutely. Well, you know, there's talk of a vaccine, so maybe actually, hey, what's your over under? Do you think it'll be in person next year? Uh, at the end of 2021, for sure. Yeah, I, I think so. You going to be there? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm already planning DEFCON. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Okay, well, you heard it here first. 2021 AWS reInvent and DEFCON will be in person, according to Jerry, and he will be there for both of them. Uh, we'll see if I do the same. Anyway, <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much, Jerry. Um, you enjoy your holidays at well. Everyone out there in uh, you know, radio land, you enjoy your holidays. Hopefully you enjoy and don't have to sit in front of your computer for three weeks straight. Take it on demand. And uh, yeah, have nice holidays, everyone. <laughs>